1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast.
3: Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59 27-point furnished tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter.
2: They'll also check your AC for free. Go to ServicePatriots.com. 4.30 4:30 tonight we get the college football playoff national championship game Washington taking on the Michigan Wolverines down in Houston, Texas. For all the marbles. The Dogs and the Wolverines. I think uh P1 Farhad he uh he summed it up how I think most fans in this area do. You, we have a lot of Huskies here. But we also have a lot of ducks and Cougs in the area that just say, uh, "F the Huskies!" I hope Michigan knocks their teeth out. I'll keep texting until I hear it on the air.
3: Congratulations, P1 sir.
2: Farhad, you got it. You got the. You got that one in right there. But I, I think that there is a there. There's a lot that goes into this game because. I don't think there's a doubt we got the two best teams in the country playing in this this game tonight.
3: Right, and it's two completely different styles. It It's the beauty of college football because when, when you look at the playoffs right now in the NFL, for the most part, all those teams play mm-hmm. a very similar style and a very similar game. Yep. When you look at college football, I mean, the variety of how different teams become successful. I mean, Iowa is successful, and they don't even have a, an offensive player. They don't even have an offensive coach, right? And they're a 10-win team, and they are consistently one of the better teams. So when you look at this college football championship – It's fantastic. You get to have a game where you have one offense that wants to score, and score as quick as possible, and score as many touchdowns as possible, and they're high-flying, and they're electric, and they're must-see TV, and then you have another offense that is built old school. They want to beat you up in the trenches. They want to run the football down your throat. They want to play man football and just take it to you and take it to you and take it to you until you quit. It's going to be a fantastic matchup in two very different styles.
2: I don't know if we've seen a national champion who has not just been an underdog for the last three games in a row. Because think of that. The college football or the Pac-12 championship game, Washington was an underdog to Oregon. The Rose Bowl, they were an underdog to Texas. They enter the, this week. The line opened at uh, Michigan minus four and a half. I think it was, it's been bet up to five and a half. It's been bet back down to four and a half. It's been fluctuating right there I've between got it there. five and a half. You've got it to five and Ooh, a half. Yeah. It's gone up and down and kind of fluctuated back and forth. That's three week. The last three games, they've been underdogs. But remember, Washington was an underdog when they went to Corvallis and they played Oregon State. They've been an underdog against Oregon in both games, I believe. No, they were three-point favorites you're right, when they closed up in Seattle. Home, But right. everybody was picking Oregon to win that game. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, uh-oh, there goes the Jinxies. Whoop, sweeping mm-hmm. back the other way. Here we go, though, with in a world of college football where the most dominant teams are the ones standing at the end, Washington has answered that bell. And they have been that underdog mentality like, And I think that's really hard for people to kind of digest here on the West Coast, especially up in the Pacific Northwest, because you have (laughs) you have all of the the history of Washington. And for the longest time, Washington fans, you know, calling out 1991 as, hey, we've got a national championship. What does anybody else up here have? Which is nothing. Right. And the Washington fans you went through that 0-12 season and all they talked about was how great Washington could be. Well, they're back to Mm -hmm. being great again. Right. In those battle of wills that you're talking about, this is really interesting because if you take what Michigan has done over the course of this season and you talk about Washington's high-flying offense and the fact that they're going to put points up and they're going to score on you, you know that. Michigan's defense has put the clamps down on everyone. Right. All season long. But Michigan has not faced a top-20 passing offense in the country this year. Well,
3: and I think if you're a Washington supporter, that's going to be a number that you're jumping on, and that's going to be a stat that you're jumping on all week because this Michigan team, as good as their defense has been, the best quarterback that you've probably faced, I think you're going to go and say it's Kyle McCord. It's Kyle McCord, Drew Aller, or Or, Jaden Milrow. To his brother. Or to his brother. Or to his brother. But again, that was the perfect sandwich game in a spot where Michigan's not going to come into that game fully prepared, mm-hmm. right? You just got done beating Penn State, your first test. You, the next week, you're going to take on Ohio State, your biggest test of the season. If you win that game, you're going to the college football playoff. They really haven't faced good quarterbacks or good quarterbacks and a good receiver. No. Right? No, so they have not. How dominant is this defense truly? And if you're a UW fan, you're going to say, well, we've got three NFL wide receivers, Mm -hmm. we've got a great tight end, and we've got a quarterback that if he had stayed healthy the whole year, would have won the Heisman.
2: And has got the best offensive line in college football, the Joe Moore Award winners.
3: Exactly. And they're going to get their first true test, I think, as well. Because Oregon is... Oregon is a, is a really, really good defense. But Oregon doesn't have the edge pass rushers that this Michigan team has, which has been able to help bolster that secondary, which is good on its own right. So I think that, and, you know, it's not fair that the O lineman's going to be like, the game's going to come down to the trenches. No, it is. But it truly is going to come down to how can this UW offensive line, specifically their left and right tackle, handle the edge rushers from Michigan? If they can handle them and keep Penix upright... I think Michigan, or excuse me, I think UW's going to have a chance to go sneak this one out. Well,
2: and then you you take, last week in the Rose Bowl um, on Monday, Washington did get a a very, or excuse me, the Sugar Bowl, Mm -hmm. not the Rose Bowl. They did get that test in the trenches right they did get sweat from texas who's one of the best defensive tackles in in college football they are very stout up front but he was limited and in in that he got he was injured he was dinged up he was on the stationary bike for most of the game he was not at full strength they've they've gotten a test from a good front seven but nothing quite as complete as what this michigan defense is to your point right in in their edges are absolutely insane but so are so is their secondary Right. I mean, you think of Will Johnson, uh, uh, one of the best corners in the country, on the edges. Uh, they got was it, uh, Saint Sainer still the, mm-hmm.
0: the
2: on the other side, and then Rod Moore, the safety. They have got their defensive backfield is the most complete that they've seen. This is the best defense that they that Mich- uh, Washington has seen all right. season long. But again, it goes back to how much has this Michigan team really been tested. They have answered the the bell at every toll because when we when we talk about the best quarterbacks that they've seen, right? They had, you know, Michigan, and McCord was on his way outs, and that was a a cluster uh, with Ohio State. You have to his brother, Tulia, and that's the best, by the way, the best passing offense that they faced all season long was Maryland, Maryland. who ranked 22nd nationally Mm -hmm. in uh, passing yards per game. Washington is a completely different animal than Maryland. And in that game, remember, that was a one-score game, Michigan picked to his brother off twice Mm -hmm. in that game, but it was, it came down to the wire. Jim Harbaugh wasn't there
3: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without autopay pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill
0: credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.
2: The other top passing team was Ohio State that they played. Also, Jim Harbaugh, not there. They've only faced one top 30 passing offense in the country. That's Maryland. Ohio State was 31st. If you take... What Michigan has faced this season from passing attacks? They average 80th nationally. 80th. They've played East Carolina, 123rd nationally passing the football. UNLV, 56th. Bowling Green, 106th. Rutgers, 127th. Nebraska, 129th. Minnesota, 126th. Indiana, 84th. Michigan State, 98th. Purdue, 86th. Penn State, 80th. Ohio State, 31st. Iowa 130th passing the football and Alabama 70th passing the football this season. They have not seen a passing attack like Washington which is number 1 in the country mm-hmm. with one of the best quarterbacks, the best receiving core and an offensive line that won the Joe Moore award. This for for everything that is Michigan is the best front and the best defense that Washington has faced. Right. You can say the exact same about Washington going up against this Michigan team. And I think that that adds a layer to this drama where this is going to be a tight game. Mhm. They in in Washington has been dragged into deep water time and time again. That's where it comes down to what you're saying. Like this game's going to be one in the trenches. Can Michigan impose their will running the football against Washington's because as good as Washington's defense has been if you want to say where they can get beat, it's if you can run the football against them. And they found a way to eliminate Bucky Irving in that Pac-12 championship game in Oregon's rush offense for a large mm-hmm. portion of it until Bo Nix kind of got loose and softened them up a little bit when he was running the ball. Right. They were taking those two linebackers, and they were keen on Bucky, and they were sliding down the line, making sure he didn't have that cutback lane. Blake Corum is just as good of a test. J.J. McCarthy, he can run the ball mm-hmm. the way they use Roman Wilson, uh, the wide receiver, in the run game as well. They are going to scheme, and they scheme. They out-schemed Alabama Nick Saban in the yes. Rose Bowl. Yes, yes. This game is going to come down to wills I- mm-hmm. in the trenches. Which offensive line can impose their will on the defensive line is going to win this
3: game? 100%. UW needs a big game from Braylon Trice. He has to play the exact same way that he did in the Sugar Bowl. Because when he's flying around and he's making plays, that opens things up for everyone else. Yeah. And as good as Texas's D-line was, they were built more on their nose guards and their D-tackles. That's your interior defensive line, right? So they're great at stopping the run, which they did to Dylan Johnson all game long. They were able to shut him down, especially when it mattered most, right, at the end when you're trying to run the clock out. But... Where Michigan takes that next step up is they actually have the guys on the edge. Now U-Dub has the guys on, on the edge mm-hmm. as well at left tackle and at right tackle. Those guys have been fantastic all year long. There's a reason why this group won the Joe Moore Award. But if Michigan can get to Penix, which we haven't seen all year long, yep. what does that do to him? As good as he has been. There is something to be said about a quarterback that has confidence in his offensive line where he's not afraid to hold onto the ball a little bit longer. He's not afraid to let that double move happen, to let the routes complete instead of having to throw a ball short quick because he doesn't want to get hit. Does that affect him in this game? If Michigan is able to get to him at the same time, does it affect J.J. McCarthy if Braylon Trice is and getting ZTF, into the
2: field? Absolutely. Those, absolutely.
3: I mean, if you're an Oregon fan, you still have nightmares of ZTF and Braylon well,
2: Trice. Well, to Tulan Tala, too, in the middle, the defensive tackle, mm-hmm. in the linebacker. Those two guys are going to have to have a huge game. And to your point of touching up Penix, that's where the game turned back in Oregon's favor in right? Seattle is when they got to uh, Michael Penix Jr., I mean, mm-hmm. that's where the game kind of turned. Now he made the big time throws when it mattered at the end of the game, but that's where that game turned in the second and third quarters. Right was uh, was when they started touching him up a little bit, and he did get that little bit of trigger happy.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on
1: us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. <laughs>